0: Podcast Merry Christmas. And today we are covering week two of the Lifetime Movies. And I'm Amy, and I am here today with my co-host Rachel. Hi everyone. Merry Christmas. And a very special guest from our patron, we have Fed.
1: Hey everyone. Merry Yay. Christmas.
0: Yes, so um one of our patrons is on today. So just like him, if you want to be on the podcast, go over, check out our Patreon. There's so many different rewards and options, and there's so many fun things to do, um, rachel what's some of the fun options we have yeah
2: you can join uh, our podcast uh, you can whether it's it's here or over on rachel's reviews we've done that with micah and stacy joining for our review of ratatouille uh and uh, that was his choice and so you can do that uh you can uh, get there's t-shirts uh, for certain tiers you can request a family movie night review uh there's and and you can be part of our facebook group which is a lot of fun so if you're not part of the patreon i think you're really missing out
0: yeah we even have some secret santa magic every
2: year Ooh, i won't
0: try right. what that is but we do. We
2: have Santa. Dad, me. thank you so much for uh, for being a patron. We are so grateful and and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became a fan of uh, these Christmas movies, these uh, these rom coms, and uh, just yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, so my name is Thaddeus. I'm originally from outside of Baltimore, Maryland, and um, I well, I always loved Christmas growing up. You know, even from a from a very young age. And I think the Christmas movies, just kind of helped set the mood. You know, I started off with like Home Alones and the Charlie Browns and everything. And then as I got older, um, I think, you know, when they started having more of the the new TV movies, um, I kind of, you know, I guess I just kind of got into the um, rom-com ones. Um, And I think a very kind of particularly special memory for me was when I was in uh, medical school. And I was like really stressed out <laughs> um, about to take a very big um, test for my licensing. I went, I had to go actually go down to Atlanta um, with and stay with my cousin. And we watched a Christmas movie It was actually a Hallmark Christmas movie. And it kind of just helped me to relax and calm down. We just had so much fun, you know, laughing and enjoying the movie.
2: Which one did so. you watch?
1: It was actually the Nine Lives of Christmas.
2: Oh, nice, perfect,
0: perfect. It's one yeah, because she's favorites. studying;
2: she's a student.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm a college student currently, so okay. You know, I cover 70, 80 Christmas movies every year, and it's my calming.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They do. They do kind of help you to calm down, and um, yeah. you know, at least take when you're taking a, a break from studying, you can you know put on one of these movies and just kind of escape <laughs> which was which was what i used them for
2: yeah that's great I, you know and i'm kind of feeling that this year because i do genuinely think that the movies have been better this year than they have been in I the past
1: that, yes. for the
2: most part um but also i think i've just needed them more i
1: that's think it's a mix good. of both yeah I think they're definitely like qualitatively better but mm-hmm. they've definitely you appreciate them more because of how how strange a year 2020 is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I oh, yeah. I forgot to mention also with the Patreon, we do every month we do a watch along where we have a, a creator involved in the filming of the of the movie, in the creation of the movie there, and we watch the movie and we get to hear the behind the scenes details. Last month it was Carly Smell with Christmas Pen Pals this month we have leslie leslie does sorry if i say your name wrong leslie you're wonderful and kevin duda who are behind uh two turtle doves director and producer and they so we are going to be doing that on the uh shoot sorry let me make sure i got that right i think it's on the 14th sorry i'll edit this
0: i shouldn't go to get behind the
2: scenes of the editing we do (laughs)
1: But that's really exciting. That was a really good one. I think that was probably if not I think it was probably the best one of 2019.
2: Yes, yeah, so the 14th, uh the we are going to yeah, have for uh we're going to have leslie and kevin here to do the watch along two turtle doves my favorite of 2019 and a lot of other people's favorites it's going to be really cool and uh, so if you're not a patron definitely check out the information in the description you're going to love that and then in december here's a little secret we are going to have Greg McBride, and we are going to be watching A Heavenly Christmas uh, for the watch along, which is going to be so fun. So we've got lots of fun stuff for the patrons, and we're, you've been to a couple of the watch alongs. You've been, mm-hmm. to, you've attended, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I've
1: been to like three or four of them. Yeah, and I've, I've enjoyed them all. Um, they've been all. They've all been movies that I've liked, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been it's actually been really interesting getting to hear. Behind the scenes, particularly from the writers and directors, about how they chose to kind of put the story together, how how it even developed, um, little behind the scenes things about like what was improved, um, what they had to, how they had to kind of shift things around to make to make things work. It was re- it was really interesting. So i re- mm-hmm. and it's just nice to you know watch it with another group with a whole group of people that really enjoy the movies.
2: Yeah yeah this was really really fun i agree uh so we're just we happen normally this episode of the show is going to be non-hall just non-hallmark uh christmas movies but this week we happen it's just three lifetime movies Mm -hmm. that we're going to be covering uh there was one on up tv this weekend but Mm -hmm. you are all covering that over on uh on your show over there on upside right amy yeah,
0: so that will be out i believe mid-november and we'll be covering the first three up movies together so mm-hmm.
2: yeah all right well so let's dive in and talk about these three uh for lifetime and uh, overall i think lifetime's had a pretty strong start mm-hmm. I think Hallmark's been we been just a tad better but still i think they've been pretty good right, so we're going to start off with candy cane christmas and this movie stars beverly mitchell mark G- ganim and uh this was on halloween that it aired and the the summary is since childhood candy cane lane has been phoebe's favorite christmas tradition This Christmas, however, the neighborhood decides to skip the decoration, crushing Phoebe's spirit. As Phoebe is searching for a new tradition to lift her holiday spirits, she realizes that it's not the traditions we cherish, but the people we spend time with. And while preparing for her new tradition, Phoebe stumbles upon the final thing her Christmas was missing, love. (laughs) Way to go on the summary there. Um, (laughs) Dad, what did you think overall of this film? Um,
1: it was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I, I can't, I wouldn't say that it was my favorite, but it was, it was okay. Um, this, the main story, uh, I don't know, like she kind of seemed a little like juvenile, like, you know, wanting to hold on to this thing from her childhood. But I did like how the, um, the Activities that she did to kind of replace it were things that were things that were helping other people. So mm-hmm. I appreciated that she at least was you know trying to go about um, you know dealing with the loss of you know something that she cherished so much by um, investing her time in helping other people. So that was that was that very nice. Um, I think the romance was in was interesting. Um, we could talk about that more I guess <laughs> later, but <laughs> but. Um,
2: but yeah, I, I, but overall it was okay for me. All right, what did you think of it overall, Amy?
0: Overall, I thought it was like average. It was okay. It was not my favorite. I would not watch it again, I don't think. Um, but yeah, just just like what you just said, um, I thought she was juvenile. She was very frustrating. It wasn't until like halfway through the movie that I even somewhat liked the main character, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I basically
2: agree. It was a mixed bag for me. There were some technical things that kind of, uh, that hindered my enjoyment of the film a little bit. I thought that the background music was really loud and distracting and I made it hard to sometimes even hear what the characters were saying. Uh, So that was a problem to me. Uh, I also thought that the script didn't really have a lot for them to do. It was a lot of just kind of them at work and them at the nursing home. And then like, there wasn't a lot of like momentum and story kind of carrying them through. It was just kind of like, what is that? Are they trying to do like a slice of life movie or something? There's just not a lot of plot here to me. Uh, And uh, so I don't know, I kind of, I guess I like my Christmas movies in general to have a little bit more story Mm -hmm. to them. But all that said, I did like the two lead actors i thought they were good i thought there were sweet moments i thought it was kind of fun when uh he's kind of tricking her into uh just standing under the mistletoe and you know just some of the little like moments like that and i i also thought the uh the whole idea of the movie was good the idea of kind of we're adapting our traditions and that's something that certainly rings true this year of that so many things whether it's christmas or not that is was so important to us we've had to kind of make an adaptation and find a new way to kind of satisfy that need in our lives and and here you know she's had this tradition of this candy cane lane and they didn't really bring it back which i thought was kind of nice at the end mm-hmm. and so the ending worked for me that that that's sometimes just not the way life is you mm-hmm. don't get the return of candy King lane but you get this new thing that's actually serving more people and that's uh that was kind of done just for her to make her happy and mm-hmm. and uh and so i i liked that you know that we've seen that so much this year there's so many different things whether it's a birthday party being replaced by kind of a a, a little caravan of cars you know honking or I don't know, just little things like that that we've seen adaptations this year. And I'm sure we'll continue to see that as Christmas pushes along. So I liked that. So there were good things about it. I also probably wouldn't watch it again, but I wasn't miserable. I didn't want to die watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it was it was mixed bag for me. Um, did, did you have that? Did you have any other parts that you particularly either liked or didn't like that you want to talk about? Um,
1: So, like I said, the main thing that I liked was that she was doing something positive with the time that she had, that she would have been devoted, that would have been devoted to planning the Candy Mm -hmm. Cane Lane.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, The whole, like, you know, romance and their like miscommunication um, was interest, was kind of interesting. I wasn't, like, I didn't really, get like why she was just so um just reluctant (laughs) to Mm -hmm. to pursue anything and then i also thought that like when she was set up on this blind date like the way she was just i think she was like a little too hostile with the guy like any little thing that he said she had to kind of have this like kind of wry comment it was it just made her seem not as likable as she as you want your heroine to be you
2: know yeah why was she so resistant to a relationship she'd had like a bad relationship or
0: there was something? like no explanation the it, only I can't thing i can remember. they talked about that, some guy yeah. but it was
1: just like but it was like a while ago like it didn't i don't i just don't understand why she was continued to like
0: and it was a, no mentioned abuse. in passing it wasn't even like yeah. explained really yeah and then the whole thing about him having a girlfriend it's like he came in and bought flowers there's so many other women you can buy flowers for yeah. in your life than your girlfriend. Why'd she go straight to that assumption?
2: And yeah, then like the, you could uh, buy flowers for your boss. I mean, it could have yeah. no, like, no romantic feeling at all.
1: And then you know, like when she sees the, you know, the the hero in at that um, mixer or whatever it, it was for the um, investors in that restaurant she's all upset because he's with someone, but she's there with someone else. And it, I don't, it just, you know, Mm -hmm. I just wasn't getting why it was like, she was looking for any excuse to like not get being be involved. And Mm -hmm. I think you kind of want to see them to be a little bit more proactive and a little bit more like you actually want this relationship so that I can root for you to have it. Mm -hmm. So
2: yeah yeah they they need to make your you need to make your lead character i think that maybe they're trying to make the character kind of complex or something but it but you have to also make them likable and and i think that she's a likable enough actress just in her own mm-hmm. human that, <laughs> that that she pulled it off but uh but yeah the script didn't do her any favors no
0: the I conflict at the end as well it yeah what she overheard like didn't feel like it was a full like that would have I would have questioned what she overheard I would have been like what it wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten mad right away (laughs) because it wasn't like a full couple sentences it didn't make any sense that she got so angry at the very
1: end and I guess (laughs) the part that she heard was you know that they that she was glad that they were glad that the situation worked out with the ex and her or whatever but i don't know Mm -hmm. just yeah i i I don't i didn't really
2: i i think this is the weakest of her christmas movies beverly mitchell i liked her her movie last year where she played a uh it was a mom and daughter uh um rock band thing <laughs> a reunion. I don't know. I forget what rock and roll Christmas or something like that. Yeah. That was that was pretty at least it was like different. It was it wasn't hardly a romance at all. And uh I thought that one was pretty good. And then Hometown Christmas, uh I just remember because of the snow room. <laughs> it's my favorite. I loved that snow room. That didn't have anything to do with her, but I loved the snow room. Uh all right. Well one to five amy what would you give for this film one to five stars 2.5 okay and what about you thad i'd give it 2.75 yeah i'm the same with you i will also give it 2.75 uh and uh so there we go and then we have crafty christmas romance and this stars nicola Poisoner and bradford b johnson and the plot is that Mandy, the owner of a craft and hobby store, discovers an old copy of A Christmas Carol among donations for a book and toy donation drive. In the book is a letter to Santa from 70 years ago and a valuable coin. Mandy sets out to find the owner of the book, letter, and coin with the help of Jonah, a contractor who first came upon and donated the book. Along the way, they find clues that lead them closer to the author and to each other. But can Mandy return everything? Everything to the book owner in time for christmas and make her own christmas wish come true and so i will start with this one and there are a few things that i liked about this movie but i think what they weren't able to successfully do is to make the mystery something that was compelling and uh, and didn't just feel like you're watching somebody researching a lot which isn't exciting and that's something that the the postables are able to do and that's something that that uh, martha is able to do through her writing and i think that there's enough going on outside of that research in the postables script that makes it work Uh, and it makes you invested in the research because you have all this other plot going on and uh, the problem with this movie is that a lot of it was you weren't like invested enough in all the other stuff going on so that the research was just kind of like i feel like i'm watching somebody at a library and that's not that's exciting and i also felt like the movie could have done a better job of kind of explaining her motivations because there's a point where she could have very easily sold the coin and it could have helped her and literally the only explanation that we get is because she loves christmas and that didn't seem like enough to me i needed more reason of why she wouldn't have sold that coin literally nobody's looking for this nobody knows that it's gone nobody would have nobody would have faulted her a bit for doing that so the fact that that wasn't like more of a struggle like what should i do i don't know you know kind of a thing was like ah come on nobody like everybody would at least have like a debate and she was just like no i've got to save christmas you know and uh so this one did not work for me it's probably the weakest film i've seen so far this year as far as christmas goes uh and uh i like i said i have a few things that i did like in it but yeah overall it was not successful uh would you agree thad
1: um i think i'm a little bit higher on it than you are um i wouldn't say that it was a you know a great by any stretch of the imagination, but I did think that the two main characters were pretty likable, and I think mm-hmm. they had pretty decent chemistry. So I enjoyed kind of watching them together. But like, as you said, there wasn't really much outside of this mystery, which didn't really have, um, there were like no stakes because this ha- this was a letter from like 60 some years ago. She, the girl thinks that it, the girl thought it went to Santa. She probably forgot about it. Yeah. So, and, and, I, and I didn't understand why it was so important that she had to get it back, get this coin and this letter back to by Christmas. I mean, you know, but <laughs> but anyway, so but anyway, I enjoyed um, their interactions. I wish there would have been more of it outside of this mystery. Um, yeah. And I also think it, it can be tough when you have like the two people meeting each other for the first time and they're not like on opposite sides or they don't have any kind of history or anything, you know, blocking them. So they, they were obviously attracted to each other. Um, so what was standing in their way of getting together? Like they didn't have anything about anybody having a past relationship where, they're, where they were reluctant to get involved again. So why are they so like tentative? It's like they're in, you know, are we in middle school or something? So So that, so that part didn't really So I didn't really understand that either, and then of course, you know, they kind of telegraphed. Okay, he had these money issues, so you know, she's gonna something something was gonna happen to the coin, and she was gonna think that he took the coin or something. So, Mm. so so overall, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't really like it either.
2: Mm. Okay, great. Uh, What did you think, Amy?
0: It, just, 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 it was bad um <laughs> like I there's a lot of things points both of you said that I was going to bring up but mainly it was just I was so uninterested in this coin like the store, the mystery didn't really engage me that much there wasn't like you said Rachel like you both said there wasn't like a real reason that was guiding either of these two people to be so invested in it Um, They never really explained that. I also think there wasn't enough between the two characters to me for them to like fall in love type of thing. There just wasn't like I didn't get a lot of chemistry from either of them because there wasn't a lot of them doing anything outside of looking for whose coin this was. And what you said about it being is this middle school. That's what I was thinking when they walked in the high school library. I was like, oh, and this is where they both... um, both along, and um, <laughs> with the high school yearbook um but yeah I just I did not enjoy this it was very difficult to get through I started I put this thing on two times speed at one point because I was like all right let's get to the point here
2: <laughs> yes and I have to say so there was a little bit of confusion online uh that that there, I felt like the chemistry was a little bit weak. And one of our friends, Patrick over at Lifetime Uncorked, he had posted that there was a 30 year age difference between the two <laughs> actors. And the, uh, the, uh, the right, I think it's the writer or one of the people involved, she, or, or they actually, the, the actress Nicola Posner, she actually responded. She's like, oh, no, only a 10 year difference. But what happened was, is so the lead in this movie is named bradford johnson mm-hmm. and then there's another actor named brad johnson who looks very similar but is that, is,
1: is that his father
2: i don't know if it's his father or not but uh but is born in 1959 mm-hmm. this actor is uh is just 10 years older than Nick nicola this brad mm-hmm. johnson <laughs>
1: and he's actually Uh, the brother of bart johnson who right he's been in a couple hallmark movies and he was like i guess best known for being the father on high school musical coach bolton
2: yes so brad johnson i don't see a birthday but yeah um yeah the i mean i don't see a year date but anyway according to nicole he's just 10 years older than her which is still a lot but mm-hmm. not 30 so just to clear up sorry about that 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 uh confusion mm-hmm. um but they do look a lot alike it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. um so anyway uh i do think that their chemistry was was a little bit off but i don't 100 percent blame them because i just felt like so much of the movie was them just like researching stuff which is just mm-hmm. not Super romantic, and I think what it would have helped the movie a lot is if they had brought in the old woman way earlier, mm-hmm. and given and had her sort of plot kind of going through the whole story. So as they come to Re- revelation, she's also you see her kind of needing and and and, and having a hard time with all of this, and so that when you because the ending I thought was kind of nice when they do give her mm-hmm. the coin and the thing and everything. Uh, that was nice but I think it would have worked way better if they had started with maybe her you know writing it and then gone all the way through and had her kind of somehow involved uh, in the the plot of the the story somehow I think that would have made it work a lot better and but one little random thing that I did like in this movie is that I liked the fact that the movie was totally cool with her having a a Christmas by herself mm-hmm. like because yeah. one of the things that drives me crazy is when it's it's like considered this piranha you know like horrible oh my gosh how dare you just mention the thing and she was just like I could sleep in I could go to see a movie I could open presents for myself whenever I want oh great I was <laughs> like yeah that's right because uh, that was one of the things that really annoyed me about Return to Christmas Creek oh. was mm-hmm. the way that the movie was so judgy about her wanting to go
1: go on that, cur- that yeah I go on the cruise, cruise. i'm just yeah.
2: like what is wrong with you people uh so i did like that was a little detail i, I did like um and i liked the ending i thought it was nice mm-hmm. um but it just the script the script was the main problem on this one in yeah, my opinion
0: it, the script did not aid these actors at all i feel like that was the main problem for me
2: but yeah mm-hmm. yep uh so what are you going to give it thad We'll
1: give it like maybe two and two-thirds so like 2.67 crowns
2: okay good or, or
1: stars i'm sorry
2: stars yeah very nice good okay good a- amy what about you i gave it one mm-hmm. just
0: because i was being nice
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give it a two and there we go all right well let's talk about the christmas ant and uh, this uh was on november 4th. this starts keisha night Polium and jared joseph and it is when rebecca miller returns home to tennessee two weeks before christmas to take care of her niece and nephew while their parents are away the last thing she expected is to reconnect with her childhood best friend drew as she attempts to revive the kids' Christmas spirit and redeem their faith in Santa, she rediscovers her favorite childhood activity, the 12 days of Christmas, something she always did with Drew. As the kids' faith in the holiday grows, Rebecca and Drew's friendship returns, and she starts to she starts looking at Drew in a whole new light. Uh, so uh, Thad, what did you overall think about this one?
1: I enjoyed it. Um so I I love Keisha Nightpolium. Um I um, was a big fan of the Cosby Show. Um, I think it's probably one of my all time favorite shows. Um, if you're going into representation as an African-American, that show like did so much um, as far as representing African-Americans in media in a positive way. So it was kind of like groundbreaking in that, in that, um, in that manner. And um, Rudy was adorable and very funny and entertaining. And it's nice to see her all grown up. I think she brings like a lot of warmth to the character. Um, I really enjoyed the family, particularly her niece. Um, I I think the niece was really likable. I I enjoyed how, you know, she was kind of trying to like humor her little brother with um, this Christmas spirit and the Santa and how that both of them were kind of like, you know, not not so subtly um, you know, encouraging her to be with, um, with the hero. So that was, which was cool. And I also liked that the, that um, the mother got a, like a little side story as well. So I enjoyed this one.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What do you think, Amy? I really enjoyed this one mainly because I feel like in Hallmark movies, Christmas movies in the past, when someone gets a call that you need to go take care of your niece or nephew or, you know, whoever's kids, it's always the, Ugh, I have to yes. leave. I have to get out of work, everything. And her character, she was like, so excited and actively wanted to be involved with these kids and with their Christmas. And I loved that element. I feel like it's something we don't, we haven't seen really. Mm-hmm. And it just added so much to like the family dynamic um, which I really really enjoyed I'm just glad that there is an aunt out there who actually likes their niece and nephew
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah as a uh, as an aunt myself I like to think maybe think of myself as the Christmas aunt I would be thrilled if mm-hmm. I could go especially right now and get to see my my nieces uh, in uh, in Virginia or in in Oregon uh, so yeah I appreciate that too there really were no Scrooges in this movie which mm-hmm. was nice for this kind of a film. And this was way better than I expected it to be. The the mm-hmm. summary made it sound pretty generic mm-hmm. and uh it has its flaws. It's not perfect, but I overall I really liked it. I mm-hmm. liked all of the characters. And I think this is the best Hugh poem has been in one of these movies. Uh one of for lifetime it's now her th- I think third. Yeah. Uh was, for lifetime and i i think this one is definitely the best of the group and i liked this jared joseph he was new to me but i thought he was really sexy in the movie He <laughs> was very attractive the way that he kept like looking her and then he bringing her those icies i was a big fan of that <laughs> like you could get a long way with bringing me my favorite icy flavor I... <laughs> and that was just like a cute little thing that they did Mm-hmm. that i don't know i've never seen in uh in uh, christmas movies the uh bring you bring you the your f- favorite icy
1: <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah, definitely christmas especially at christmas time
2: yeah it was um, cute i liked it and i yes. uh, and so that was fun i also liked pam and tommy Mm -hmm. and their cute little like romance Mm -hmm. and the fact that like Tommy's there at book club like ready to go Mm -hmm. that was (laughs) I'm like why is nobody else at book club (laughs) I don't know
1: that's a COVID (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: That's right. It's a two-person
0: socially distanced book club. <laughs> yes.
2: But but the script was actually really solid in the way that it would follow through with things like they mm-hmm. have the book club and it's on the book the gift of the magi. Mm-hmm. But then they later on have their own little like mag gift of the magi moment between yeah. between Tommy and Pam. And mm-hmm. uh and uh, where she gives him the teapot and he gives some, her the mugs and they're like well we'll have to just enjoy them together it was so cute
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and I also liked how you know they handled their the, um, their mate their falling out um, mm-hmm. Keisha and Jared's falling out because at first you think oh they were friends and then you know they went to school and had different lives and just kind of grew apart But Mm -hmm. it was much more than that. And they kind of came came back to it. And it was that, you know, they were good friends. And he had a girlfriend that was, felt threatened, rightfully so, Mm -hmm. I I guess, um, by their relationship. And she kind of forced him to choose, which is a real thing. I've definitely heard, I've had friends that had, that have been put in similar situations. So I thought that that was really interesting. And I could really understand, and I understood like, you know, how hurt she had been, especially because, you know, they, they had, it just really made sense. Like they'd been friends for like their whole lives. And I guess both of them were kind of reluctant to to, to um, move forward into, you know, outside of a, into a relationship beyond a friendship.
2: Well, and there was then, another woman like involved somehow.
1: So, so basically his girlfriend from like college basically was like, you can't be friends with her or, um, or you have to choose either me or her. And he chose the girlfriend. And that's why she was like, she had been so hurt um, and upset. And, and that was why they, they actually had like a real falling out. It wasn't just growing apart, which, mm-hmm. and like I said, um, you know, I've, I've definitely heard of similar situations. Um, and it was, and it made, and I kind of, and I really understood both of their positions. Like for him, you know he's he has this friend for his whole life he he's kind of in love with her but he thinks that he's in the friend zone and that she doesn't see him that way so he has to move on he has to find someone else so he goes with this girl but he's still friends with this girl and the and the new girlfriend can obviously see that there's something beyond friendship between the two of them and you know he had and he had to make a choice and i guess you know he in his trying to maintain their friendship or not risk their friendship by not trying to pursue a romantic relationship with her um he ended up ultimately um you know you know losing that friendship anyway because of the fact that he got involved with someone else and then i understood her position too um, so, so that was, so I thought that was a really interesting, um, addition to the story because I don't, because a lot of, a lot of, um, s- you know, similar plots just would have just been like, you know, they just lost touch after, during college. Mm-hmm. So I like that additional element to their, to their Yeah, it, it,
2: yeah, it was nice. It gave an element of forgiveness mm-hmm. to the story, which was a nice message for Christmas. And then also i also liked the fact that they didn't like reach too hard to force them to like plan a party or the concert together like she kind of was helping but she was also still doing all her work and there was still the 12 days of christmas like they were she was just kind of like a normal guardian of these kids you know and he was the normal teacher and sometimes they kind of strained too hard to find a reason that I mean, if you think of Christmas Wonderland, or um, uh, I was thinking about uh, a family mm-hmm. Christmas gift—the one with um, uh, Holly Robinson pete that mm-hmm. you're just like, would they really ask this person like to plan yeah. this big, you know, thing yeah. uh, out of nowhere? She isn't even living there. Like, what? Um, so I, I kind of liked that, and yeah. so they were just kind of actually going on regular dates. They weren't even. Like forced to be together, they were actually like yeah. dating. They were which choosing nice.
1: to be together. It was an yeah, you know, they were more proactive in you know pursuing that relationship, yeah. which actually mm-hmm. makes you I guess uh, as um, you know as a viewer more invested in their relationship. Like oh these yeah. people really want to be together. Look at how they're constantly yeah. like finding reasons to be together, and not just put together just because they're planning a party or they're trying to mm-hmm. save whatever it is that they're trying to save
2: so yeah i agree uh amy what did you think of the uh the uh formal winter formal
0: oh the the pretend winter formal that the kids (laughs) yeah okay that was Mm -hmm. adorable okay i know it ended in a fight (laughs) so cute but that was so cute i think this movie was so full like if you want to get your fill of like christmas activities there was so many different fun activities but it wasn't like too much it was just like you know people kids family having fun doing fun christmas things and then this formal with the capes and they had little crowns for them that was so cute and that was so sweet of the niece and nephew to do that also it was just it was so cute it was adorable i loved it the best part <laughs> of this movie for for me was the kids Like honestly, the kids were awesome the little fun activities like they're just so much like fun christmas like you know making snowflakes and just mm-hmm.
2: fun christmas things. So yes, I agree. Also, I thought because at first I I thought he seems too old to be uh super believing in Santa, not to our to our listeners, the believing Santa. We totally endorse that and support it. Um but I was I was a little bit surprised, but then they work it into the plot that he is too old and uh, and he actually gets picked on about it and bullied about it. and i was like oh okay they thought this through there's a mm-hmm. reason why because i was like they should have cast a younger child like he's a little too old i think but but then it actually made sense i was like oh good you good job screenwriter you did a very good job mm-hmm. and <laughs> i don't know who you are because i still there's no imdb for this movie for some reason but, uh, but I, whoever you are, if you're listening, way to go. You did a good job, I think, uh, with that. And, uh, and so I, I, I agree. I liked the whole idea of the 12 Days of Christmas was really cute. And we've seen that a lot of times, but I don't know. It was just executed really well. And I think she
1: sold, they sold it um, pretty mm-hmm. well, you know, the actors. Um, like you, and, and I really enjoyed her enthusiasm and the kids' enthusiasm. Yeah. um and going about all these activities and stuff like
2: that. yeah because a lot of times the 12 days of christmas are are somehow involving adults like that mm-hmm. one with um meredith hanger the mm-hmm. you know where she gets all the the real gifts from the 12 days of christmas and she's oh gonna, like, yes swans yeah. and whatever yeah. I, I like that one that one's in bobby campo
1: yeah I, um, I enjoyed that one too
2: yeah, that one's fun. But this was fun also to have it be for kids because kids are so much about the magic of Christmas. Um, before I started doing the podcast, I was—I had a couple of years where I was pretty kind of not very super into Christmas because I was just by myself and it yeah. wasn't as fun. And there's something about Christmas that you even though I just barely talked about how I support the single Christmas I do. Um, there is something about, especially experiencing it with kids that's extra yeah. magical uh, and great. Um, there is one major flaw with this movie though as much as i'm praising it it had some of the worst fake winter i have ever
1: seen <laughs> didn't, I, don't think it was, I don't feel like there really was much winter in this movie like <laughs> the,
2: particularly the scene where they're having their little hot cocoa date mm-hmm. and the, the kids are building the snowman mm-hmm. and there literally was just like a pile of snow in a circle in the middle of the lawn
1: wait like, but they said that it wasn't that it hadn't snowed yet so she got fake snow she actually said addressed that that she was going to get fake snow yes because oh, they were say, they were saying that it hadn't snowed yet and they couldn't do i forgot what what it what it was exactly that she they said but then she said oh i'm going we'll go get some fake we'll get fake snow so that oh was the I still to have it on my
2: DVR i'm going to have to rewind it and watch that cuz i did not hear that
0: and I mean, it's Nash.
2: They're in Nashville, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yes. always
2: snow there. So I lived in Nashville. Actually, that's where I went to
1: medical school, mm-hmm. and it snowed at least once every year that I was there. And I lived there for over five years. Um, I was like, but "What ne- is this? But it's not until January. So, and it's yeah, December. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "What is this? This like? They didn't even try to like do us because. Because sometimes they'll have like a sprinkling on the, Mm
0: -hmm. on the
2: bushes uh, or the grass. Um, But that makes me feel better about it. I totally, I don't know how I spaced on that. Did
0: Mm -hmm. you hear that, Amy? It was just me. I honestly, I just assumed it was fake snow because I didn't think it snowed that often in Nashville. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. I mean, um, I
2: obviously I knew it was fake snow, but I thought it was bad fakes. You know what I mean? They were trying to fake it. No. And so it, I was like, ooh, that, that was a terrible did. fake winter. Um, yeah. But I didn't, I somehow missed that. That's good. That's why I'm glad you're here Thad to tell us because I missed that. Um, but then the other thing I would say is a was a bit of a flaw in the film was I thought the ending, they were just, I wanted to have a shut up and kiss me moment because they were just talking way too much. I'm like, oh my gosh, just kiss already. <laughs> She was just going on and on and on about school and and. And I think
1: that his character means
2: more. And then he would talk, and then she was talking. It just felt too much. I'm like, just stop.
1: And I think that his character was a perfect "shut up and kiss me" type of character. Yes. He was one that would have done that. Yes. Especially for for as long as they've known each other and wanted to be together, you know, all that talking wasn't necessarily (laughs) (laughs)
2: talking. right but yeah it would have been like so much better if uh if he had just seen her seen the little exhibit or whatever and mm-hmm. like we didn't get need to know the whole explanation about how she got the job and and how she left and all i mean it's, it's just if he just well, i did appreciate
1: the um the whole thing with about about getting the job because you know, but they did kind of throw that in that, you just know, she was long. at this museum. Yeah, it, it was a little too long. And I think that that whole, like, all those exhibits going through each little thing, they didn't really, they could have waited till after they kissed. Yeah, <laughs>
2: It's like, they could have just shown her kind of walking him through it as they panned out or something like that. I don't know. Or Would you agree, just, Amy? like
1: a little montage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a
0: little montage. And also some of them were, some of the things they explained them, like, were just kind of basic kid thing so i'm like you kind of just could have looked at it and like assume like oh they probably did this together as children and we don't need a whole explanation about it
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i agree and also like i felt a little bit bad because there's i mean i love me an epic quit moment that's one of my favorites Mm -hmm. in these movies but i felt a little bit bad because her her boss hadn't really done anything
0: she didn't
2: like, explain at all.
1: Well the, <laughs> think, well, the thing I I will do think that the calling her like oh come immediately Christmas mm-hmm. Eve we mm-hmm. booked your ticket for two hours from now go was a little <laughs> you know, which um I, it's interesting that she had so much time to go and explain and then stop by to see the guy like you know, I know. you know well the Nashville airport usually isn't that busy but <laughs> or at least it wasn't when I was living there
0: but yeah but, like. It, Two hours to get on a plane,
2: like
0: yeah. packing would take long enough. Like, jeez, how did she have time to do all that extra stuff?
2: But yeah, I don't know. I was just uh I was just like stop talking, be done with it. Yeah, and but I but yeah, her I I mean, I don't know, like her boss was just like, You did such a great job and usually yeah, I couldn't have done it without you. and uh, you were my rock or something like that. Yeah. And and then she's like i quit <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that was interesting and then but you know i but, but you know and they kind of put in at the beginning how she wanted to do more like outreach and teaching and the boss was like oh and she kind of just you know coddled her and was like oh we'll see if yeah, we have time that. to do that later and it was really like a very half-hearted kind of thing and it looks like um, at least the the um, former curator at the um, museum in Nashville was more like, you know, seemed more open, especially yeah. since she's going to be the curator and in charge of it herself. You know, she can she can do those things. So. As,
2: as much as I love an epic quit, and I really do, I think that one probably deserved a more of a medium grade quit. Like, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for all the opportunities you've given me and whatever. Uh, yeah. Instead of you were my rock, I couldn't have gotten through it without you. I quit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Not bad for the. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, geez, she just like poured her heart out to you, and you just were like, nope. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, the yeah. other thing I loved in this movie that we haven't mentioned is I thought the Santa was great. Yeah. Not only did you have a black santa which is cool and that you don't see every day Mm -hmm. but he was just great he was really good he
0: just like was so believable i was like oh he's just Mm -hmm. he has a jolly face like i don't know what that makes sense
2: like yeah 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 it was he was really good they should definitely use him again Mm -hmm. this was a big surprise for me It's probably my favorite from lifetime so Mm -hmm. far this year uh and uh so i'm gonna be generous uh, I, I I really I'd watch it again. Uh, I'm gonna give it a mm, I'm gonna give it four point two five stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Thad?
1: Okay, so I liked it, um, and I would watch it again. But I'll give it I will give
2: it like three point two five stars. Yeah. What about you, Amy? I gave it
0: three point five stars very good
2: all right very good
0: so that's the three
2: movies uh let us know what you think if you got to see any of these three and uh what you thought and how many stars you would give them um okay
0: okay. uh so rachel where can we find you on the internet
2: yeah you can find me at rachel's reviews all over social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes so please check that
0: out and then that is there any um any links you'd like to share of yours
1: no i don't really have much of us i mean i have a little facebook and instagram but not anything that anybody needs to follow okay.
0: if you want to hear more from him join the patreon yes and yeah. then you can comment to each other yes. <laughs> um if you want to find me anywhere on the internet you can follow me at it's Amy craig youtube instagram twitter mm-hmm. everywhere Pretty much, it's Amy Craig. I wanna thank you so much to our wonderful patron for coming on. We appreciate it so much. Thank you for supporting thank us. Thank you. And thank you for having a conversation with us. We appreciate it. Um, so if you wanna find the podcast anywhere, you can find us all over the internet at Pod or HomeArchies Podcast. If you want some cool merch for Christmas, you can go over to our merch store, which is tpublic.com slash stores slash and also if you want to follow us on page or go over to patreon and support us over there it's patreon.com slash and again thank you so much for listening and or watching leave your ratings and reviews and we will see you all very soon bye Merry christmas bye